So typically people think that narcissists won't come back, that they've been there, they've done that, they don't have to worry about it anymore. And a lot of times people think, my narcissist isn't going to come back. They're not to come back into my life. I've discarded them, they've discarded me. We've been to a place where like it no longer even matters. Hey, are you at that place where you think like, hey, the narcissist in your life isn't actually gonna come back? Like no matter what's going on, you're like, it ended too abruptly, it tended, ended too harsh. I exposed him too much, he exposed himself too much. Like you might be at the place where you're like, nope, like it's not gonna happen. Like I'm not gonna actually see this guy come back into my life. He would be foolish to come back in my life. Like a big aspect of people that have left a narcissistic abuse and have got to the place where like, wait a second, like I don't think this person's gonna come back, shows them at a place where they start to become naive. Naive thinking that, hey, this isn't that big of a deal. Like this actually isn't going to happen. Like it's, it's still gonna continue moving forward. And a lot of times people think it's not going to happen. They're not going to come back. Have you been at that place? Have you kind of thought, hey, this person is not gonna come back? Unfortunately, a lot of times this is a facade that you start to tell yourself and that you start to feel thinking that they're not gonna come back. And you get to a place where you're left with this aspect of feeling secure in the thought process that they're not gonna come back, that he's not gonna re-enter into your life. And then all of a sudden, you're walking into a grocery store one time and all of a sudden it is right there, right then. You see them and all of a sudden you're caught off guard, you're triggered, you're emotionally spiraled and you leave and you're kind of at the place where you're like, I thought I was already healed from this. Like I thought I was already fixed. I thought I already worked through this. A lot of times people can be away from a toxic person for a good period of time and not realize that they haven't actually healed, that they haven't actually done the work to actually fix the problem to get to the place where it's like, okay, this person no longer has a hold over me, no longer has an effect over me. But until you start to realize that typically a narcissist will always come back into your life, you start to get this false sense of like, oh, it's okay, they're not gonna come back, I don't have to worry about it. When in reality, the majority of the time, they do come back, they do Hoover. You're like, well, I haven't seen it, okay? The longest Hoover that I know of personally and talking to different clients was 27 years. And you're like, well, I'm six months in and he hasn't hoovered, so it must be good. No, 27 years and this person came back into their life. Hoovered them right back, picked it up like there is nothing different. You have to start understanding, you have to start preparing yourself that this person might try to hoover you two months, two years, 20 years down the road. And until we start building a, a, a system to make sure that they don't come back in, until we start blocking all the avenues that he has access to you, expect the narcissist to come back into your life. Maybe you're at the place where it's been a cycle, where you've gone back and forth, back and forth, where you've been pushed away and you keep running after him. You feel like you're crazy because you're like, I just want to understand. I just want him to acknowledge. I just want him to actually see what's going on. And you start to wonder and doubt to yourself of what is actually real, what is actually happening. We see this pattern over and over and over where the narcissist hoovers or he's he's got to the place where he's pushed and pulled you so many times that you start to reverse hoover yourself. You start to come back to the narcissist. You start to feel like, wait a second, I feel crazy because I keep trying to come back. This piece of narcissism that, that develops a trauma bond, that acts like an addict, 
of coming back to this source that you know logically is toxic, but emotionally and mentally you still want to be able to come back. Or you still ruminate. Or you still obsess. Or you still have the, intrinsic, the, the intrusive thoughts. All of these things happen after you've been with a narcissist. The question is, what are you actually going to do about it? Most people don't get to the place where they even block. They're like, blocking is mean. Like, yeah, he was mean, but like, you know, we still need to have some contact. And maybe the door's still open. Maybe he's going to change one day. So like, let me leave the door open. And when you do that, you say, hey, this is open for you to still come back into my life and be toxic. Versus actually saying, let me go ahead and block. Let me set a boundary that says, hey, I'm unwilling to actually participate in the bullshit that's actually happening inside this relationship because I've seen it consistently. But we have to get you to the place where this toxic person isn't hoovering, isn't sucking you back into their manipulation, their abuse, and their control. Every single time. Like if you're at this place, you need to understand, we need to start setting up some principles here to be able to help you not go back and to help you not let him back in. The first aspect is you need to set solid boundaries. Solid boundaries means you actually know who you are, you actually know the direction you're going, and those boundaries actually matter. Like people don't cross them. People don't pull you off the path that you actually want to go down. You also have to understand that after you've been with a narcissist, the second principle is you need to block. When we talk about block, we talk about block, ghost, go no contact. This means that the toxic person has zero access to you. That means not through social media, not through Venmo, not through all of your texting, all of your phones, all of your email. You start to get to a place where you no longer exist to that person because there is no way for them to actually contact you unless they physically show up on your doorstep. And then you see about calling the cops. Because you have to go to the place where you start to block so that you develop capacity to actually grow and change and develop. Until you actually block and you start to grow away from this abuse piece, you're constantly getting triggered. You're constantly getting sucked back in. So what happens is you have, I, I love the example, like you have a, a wound, a bruise, a burn on your arm and you take gauze and you take stuff and you put over it, you put a bandaid on it. You're like, hey, this is going to heal. And the next day you walk up and you're like, oh, is it healed yet? And you rip it off really quick and it starts to bleed again. You're like, oh, dang it, it's still not healed. So you put it back on, you're like, maybe it'll heal tomorrow. And then you come back tomorrow and you're like, oh, did it heal yet? Oh, oh, dang it, it's like bleeding again. And this happens over and over and over again. Because you're exposing yourself to the trauma, to the toxicity every single day. This is why you don't get the healing. This is why you don't grow, change, and develop. Because if you still have this person in your life that has access to you, that has access to push your buttons and to trigger you, you will still spiral out. You will still struggle with this. You'll still be locked in and stuck at the place where this person still has control over you. Now, the thing is, this person is going through your life, is pressing all the buttons, is pushing all the buttons, is pulling all the levers to do the triggers that are going to control you and manipulate you back into the toxic relationship. Whether that's back or whether it's just being vindictive, trying to hold you. You have to decide, are you going to keep ripping off the band-aid, expecting different results? Or are we actually going to leave it on and say, hey, I have to go no contact for me, for myself, for my healing, for my growth for my change, for my development. I have to go no contact, so I actually have capacity to be able to grow. 